And self-talk is the same way. You really won't know how much you need work on it until you shift your focus towards it. The majority of the thoughts that we are having are self-criticizing. It's negative. It's hateful. It's hurtful. It's not guiding us to the things that we want or to these things that we believe are actually going to help us. Most of us are looking for hope, answers to the madness, certainty that we'll be okay, and someone safe to help guide us through the most challenging parts of our lives. In a world that's changing and evolving every single day where chaos, uncertainty, and cycles we never chose wreak havoc on our lives, it's easy to feel lost hopeless and scared of what the future will hold. Evolve Ventures is here to provide that hope, direction, and data-driven strategies to growth-minded human beings just like you every Monday and Thursdays, where each new episode is filled with vulnerable stories, interesting lessons, and simple tools you can use that will help you evolve into the person you were always meant to be. My name is Amelia and I'm Bianca and as the co-founders of Evolve Ventures, we are so grateful to be a part of your evolution. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, this is Bianca and this is Amelia and welcome to another episode of Evolve Ventures where we are helping growth-minded humans evolve by breaking one limiting belief at a time. If you are a consistent listener of this show, you will notice that I changed that up a little bit and the reason why we did that is because... We want to meet all of you where you are. We really want to connect with all of you listeners and all of you amazing human beings who come here and listen every day. And in all honesty, that other statement kind of didn't make sense when we were reviewing it. It was just like, it's a little too much. So we're swapping things up here. We're changing, we're evolving, you know? So as I like to is, say, we that evolve. is it. We evolving, as Amelia likes to say. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed our last episode, 175. It was a motivation Monday is vulnerability weakness. And if you heard that episode, mm. the answer is hell no. Hell and no. Hell no. And in that episode, <laughs> we really dive into why, why that is. So for today, number 176, your self-talk needs some work. Oh man, I think this is one of the most challenging areas that I kind of get into with clients. Like when I'm doing one-on-one or when we're doing like group settings or when we're doing any type of just coaching and counseling, I really find that people's self-talk and the way that they talk to themselves and the way that they think about themselves and the ideas and the beliefs that they have about themselves all of these things that really tie together, man, it is, it is, it's just unreal to Mm. me sometimes how we don't even realize how much of a problem it is. The way that we're talking to ourselves, the way that we think about ourselves, the way that we feel about ourselves. And in almost every session with a client and even in my own life, but really what I'm talking about right now is just in sessions with clients that I have Mm-hmm. It is the number one thing that causes the most like challenge mm-hmm. in a setting, in a, in a session. I mean, it's the thing that takes the most time to work on because we don't even realize 
what it is. We don't realize we're doing it. And then we don't realize the impact that it's making. So today in this episode, what we're really going to do is to help you understand what is the self-talk that you're having? How are you communicating with yourself? Why is that a problem? And then we're going to give you a couple tips on how do you actually start evolving that? How do you start working through that and changing that self-talk so it actually serves you and doesn't hinder you? So a idea just jumped into my head and I want to go with it, even though it might be interesting to kind of meander through this. So hang in there Let's with roll me. with it. So I want everyone to imagine they're at a wedding, right? And your favorite song comes on. And you're probably sitting down at the table that you were assigned to. And likely you probably don't know half the people around the table. And if you do, good on you, right? But good for on the ya. large majority of, of people, at least pre-COVID, right? And people around you were like what the host, obviously, the pe- the newlyweds did their very best or someone coordinating, tried to do their best at like finding the right fit for you at the table, hopefully. So your favorite song comes on and people have kind of finished dinner, desserts done, and now it's dancing time, right? This is one of the, I guess, if you will, traditional settings of a wedding. You start kind of like subconsciously like dancing internally, right? Typically before you start to outwardly move the foot or tap the foot or before you start to get up and then you start to shred it out on the dance floor, right? Some people take that progression very differently. Some people will just like whatever they feel inside, they're already on the dance floor shredding it up and it doesn't matter who. There's some people that will sit at their table, kind of get a little anxious or just kind of freeze and like they're dancing inside to their favorite song, but like don't want anyone else to know. And I liken this kind of dancing analogy, if if you will, to self-talk simply because What's happening is we we might not subconsciously like know that we're dancing inside until it actually comes into the, the conscious focus of us where, oh, like I want to dance. Like that doesn't happen until after there's a subconscious kind of dancing happen. You don't really know that you want to dance until it's kind of safe for you to do so and it motivates you or there's something out on the dance floor, you find a friend, whatever, right? So for me, I kind of thought about self-talk in this aspect because We don't realize until we're actually on the dance floor where we have the spotlight on us and everyone starts to form a circle around us, right? And then all of a sudden you're in a dance off with granny and you realize your dance moves are like really not doing it. And everyone's rooting for (laughs) Grammy. And then all of a sudden you're like, how is granny shredding the dance floor better than I am? Oh my God. You know what that makes me think of is white chicks. Do you remember that scene in white chicks where they're having the dance battle? Oh gosh. It's like that. So this is such a weird analogy, but it's very oh like, God. I think it brings in the the comedy and the laughter and the kind of visualization to the fact that you don't really know that your dancing needs some work until you're in that spotlight, right? Until the focus and the attention has shifted into you. (laughs) And self-talk is the same way. You really won't know how much you need work on it until you shift your focus towards it. So with that said, I know, like I said, it's kind of weird, but like, at least it will help you next time you're thinking about maybe taking that first step. So one of the things that we want to do in this episode, like Bianca said, is share some of those tips, right? At least you can imagine granny coming in and shredding up the dance floor with you. Are you one to like, let granny go? Or are you going to try to realize like, man, I need some work on my dancing skills and I want to show granny up next time, right? For that, translate that to your self-talk. Self-talk can be motivating. Self-talk can be inspiring. But all in all, a lot of us are in that space 
where granny's shredding up the dance floor and we look at ourselves and we realize our dancing skills, i.e. our self-talk needs some work, right? It's not necessarily that we've improved wedding over wedding where we're shredding up the dance floor, but rather, you know, that inner dialogue, we don't even know that it exists, right? We don't even realize before the song um, starts, we're a little anxious. We don't realize that when our favorite song comes on, we're like dancing inside first. We don't even realize or have a concentration focal point on how much work we need and what those inner dialogues are doing before we even get on the dance floor. And this is what it's like when you don't realize what self-talk is, how that can impact you, how that can motivate or demotivate you. And this is what Bianca and I experience a lot with our clients where sometimes we don't even, sometimes we, as in like clients in this, in this case, they don't even realize that they're talking to themselves in a specific way that might be derogatory, that might be really mean, that might be really like hurting them, that might be freezing them from doing Mm. what they want to do. Right. And this is where you don't realize how much work you need until Mm. you really shift that focus in. And I think for me personally, it's been humbling to see kind of, as I shift that focus into the internal dialogue, like what's that, what, what that has done for me, because at my darkest moments and B, I know you can experience this, my personal self-talk has actually inspired me and motivated me. albeit it might not be the best way, But for me, it was when I really, really needed it in those dark times. So I think an important place to get us kind of started in this is understanding, number one, what is self-talk? So if we're thinking about it, or if we're, if we're thinking about, if we're thinking about our thinking. (laughs) Metacog. Yeah, metacognition. We're not going down that rabbit hole. (laughs) Self-talk is the way that you talk to yourself in your mind. So all day long, it's like you have this voice in your head and we all know it, right? It's not like you're having voices in your head, but it's, we (laughs) all have this internal like navigation system in a sense. And it's talking to us all the time and every decision we make and everything that we look at and every next move that we take or in every interaction we have with another person, we're thinking we're having this conversation with ourselves. We're problem solving. We're asking ourselves questions. We're answering those questions. That is what internal dialogue is. It's that like inner conversation that we are having with ourselves all day long. And if you're listening to the show, you've probably heard that quote or that phrase that like we have 90,000 thoughts a day or something like that. And the majority of them is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. This is where we are talking about the fact that your internal dialogue, your self-talk needs some work Mm. because what most of us don't realize is that the majority of the thoughts that we are having are self-criticizing. It's negative. It's hateful. It's hurtful. It's not guiding us to the things that we want or to these things that we believe are actually going to help us. Mm. Now, why does that happen? Why do we end up developing a self-talk like that? Why is it that instead of having it being to Amelia's point, you know, liberating and exciting and empowering and getting us to go and do things, why is it that most of our self-talk is so negative, is so critical, is so hurtful. Mm. One of the biggest reasons that that happens is because of the way you were spoken to when you were younger. 
the people around you, right? It's not only how you were spoken to, but how, how did you hear the people around you talking to themselves? Mm-hmm. How did they talk to others? So let's say you're a little child and you see your mom looking in the mirror saying how much she hates her appearance, mm-hmm. how ugly she feels, how she's not good enough. Mm-hmm. How many have heard your dad, you know, saying, oh, money is this or people are that or I'm this or whatever. We pick up on the ways others communicate to themselves, how they communicate to other people, and then how they communicate to us. Mm. And through that, we start picking up on that and replicating it. We start making decisions and developing these beliefs about ourselves based on the experiences that we went through, based on the people that we were around and our interpretations of all of that, what we take all of that to mean about us. Mm. And so with all of these things kind of combining with each other, as we grow older, as we grow up, as we age, it really shapes the way that we see the world. It shapes the way that we see us. It shapes the way that we see other people. And all of that is what makes our self-talk the way that it is. Mm. So let's say you're on that dance floor or you're at a wedding and you're looking at everyone dancing and your self-talk is, oh my God, I could never. I could never go up there and dance. I could never let someone see me or for me, right? I'll give a perfect example. I do not smile in pictures. If you guys see my social media, you'll notice a lot of my pictures, I'm not smiling. Why? Because when I was younger and throughout my life, I was told that I look like ridiculous when I smile and no one in my family smiled in pictures. It was that very stoic, like sexy face. Mm -hmm. Right. And I still do that. I'm still breaking through that. But that is a part of my self-talk. When I'm going to take a picture, it's like, don't smile. You look ugly. Mm. Don't do this. Don't do that. Oh, people are going to think this. You're going to think that. Blah, 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 blah. And we all have this in some arena. Mm -hmm. Most of us don't realize the negative impact that it's having because the way you are talking to yourself It's so much more than just how you're talking to yourself Mm -hmm. because the way you're talking to yourself is dictating the decisions that you're making. It's dictating what you're paying attention to and what you're not paying attention to, what you're, what you're feeling and what you end up doing. And all of that really creates the life that you have. Mm -hmm. So when your self-talk is negative and hypercritical and judgmental and hateful and hurtful, There is no way that you can have a happy, fulfilling, and successful life unless you learn how to start changing it. Mm -hmm. So um, how do people, how do our listeners start to change that dialogue that they are having with themselves? You and I have both studied this for years, right? This is like our number one thing. It's like, how do you change the beliefs that you have about yourself? Yeah. So- Maybe what we can do is we can each give like one tip on yeah, how to do it. I'm so shocked at how amazing these are every time. Like I'm, it's the best investment I've made in a very, very long time. So thank you. You have found your purpose, girl, and you are living it out. <laughs>
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember I was talking to a client about this and um, they had the level of self-awareness. They were at a different stage, what I call different stages of self-awareness. And mm. that is queuing into their level of self-talk, right? So he had actually caught himself in a story, which a story is just a, like picture like a bouquet. A bouquet is made up of 10 different flowers, right? Our stories that we determine about ourselves are made up of 10 different, in this analogy, different thoughts about ourselves. Hmm. He had told himself this story of like, I can't bring the lessons from yesterday into tomorrow. That's That was the story. That, that story is a belief system that's made up of a ton of micro thoughts that we're talking about. So because he was able to catch himself in that story, in those thoughts, this brings us down to step number one, which he had done and we've gotten him to those different levels, which is number one, you have to be aware of when you're doing it. You mm -hmm. literally cannot change anything that you are not aware of what's happening, right? So when you're recognizing those thoughts come up, that is your, you're on the first step. So I want everyone to think about, okay, we just went through the dance floor analogy. We just went through um, some of the ones that be you had shared, but like, think about like, if you were to go to the gym, what are the dialogues? What are the thoughts that are coming? What are the excuses that your, hmm. your self-talk is making? Or when you are in the gym, are they saying, you got this, you got this, keep going. Like, and it's saying, like, you're saying that to yourself. Awesome. Shift your focus. It's kind of like having an objective awareness of what yourself is saying. I'm a big believer in parts. So I believe that we have multiple minds, if you will, meaning everyone, you know, when you say like, I, a part of me feels like going to the gym, a part of me feels like staying home, right? Those are different thought patterns that each one of those parts are having. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. A part of us can recognize the part of us that's talking to us critically when we don't want to go to the gym. When that talk, that self-talk is saying, you're already fat. Don't even bother. Right. <sighs> or you look like shit. You better go right? Like X, Y, Z, fill in the blank. When we start to recognize when that's happening, which by the way, is always triggered by an event that we don't necessarily feel fully capable in yet. That's where we begin. And that's one of the things that I share with my clients. Notice the things that are hard for you. Typically, that's mm. when your self-talk comes in the hardest because typically those self-talks are trying to keep you safe. And what you had said, Bianca, and it is, it's way more, I think, even than 90,000 90, thoughts because of how challenging like attention is, right? But we have, here is, we have so many thoughts all the time. And when you're in a challenging situation, there's repetition in the thought, right? Don't go to the gym, you suck. Blah, 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 blah. Like it's all in this pattern of like negativity zone, right? That's an example. And when I find the challenge is higher, self-talk, is working harder to be underneath the surface so that you don't have a focus point onto it. So I would say step number one, from my perspective, is to notice how you're talking to yourself, be an observer of those thoughts, especially when things are challenging or when you don't know how to do something fully, because that's where the, the channel, it's like a radio station. It's like, it's the clearest when that happens and then kind of work your way down. What about mm. you? Start paying attention to how the people in your life talk to themselves. Ooh, yeah. Whether it's your friends, whether it's your family, whether it's your intimate partner, your business partner, your coworkers, whatever, right? 
listen to how they're talking to themselves. We assimilate, we, what's another word for assimilate? We, um, <laughs> you and I are like way in the clinical right now. Um, we become, yeah, just, we become like the people around us. And so if you're around a lot of people who are really negative and how they talk to themselves, more likely than not, you're replicating the way they talk. Mm-hmm. So pay attention to how the people around you talk to themselves and how they talk to you. So like something that I have done, my siblings are very playful in the way that they communicate, right? It's a lot of like, oh, like bitch and hoe and stuff like that. And I've made a very conscious effort with my siblings of saying, I don't want to be spoken to that way because I noticed myself talking to myself like that. Mm even if it's playful, right? The words that we say to ourselves and the words that others say to us, it really makes a big difference in how we feel about ourselves and the communication we continue to have. So Amelia's was pay attention to the way you're talking to yourself. Mine is pay attention to the way that people around you are talking to themselves and talking to you. Mm, So good, B. Yeah, I would honestly say yours is easier to start with, to be honest. Um, because you don't necessarily have to shift the focus inwardly. So mm. I'm glad you mentioned that because it's funny. I like subconsciously did that with my client. <laughs> we didn't even like <laughs> consciously talk about that. So good job. You skipped a level four. Good on ya. Good on ya. <laughs> episode right. suggestion. My episode suggestion is number 124, the biggest secret to growth. And my final takeaway is whatever the self-talk is that you have, it doesn't need to be passed on nor continue. It can be modified Mm. and it can evolve. And you got this. Well said. You? Mine is 32, how self-belief impacts motivation and goals. Oh, so good. Yeah, buddy. Y'all, if you guys struggle, if you are struggling in your self-talk and you notice either the people around you or you have noticed you've kind of jumped to that level five already and you're already realizing that your self-talk needs some work. Bianca and I, we have, you know, step-by-step approaches that we take with our clients that are super, super simple. Bianca and I allocate time on our calendar every single Saturday to make sure that if you're a listener, that time is 1000% dedicated to you. It's free, virtual, everything. Like you can literally go through the step-by-step process that we'll take some clients through. Um, Or if you want to improve in a group setting, we also have group coaching offerings coming soon. So reach out to us. You can DM us on Instagram, Facebook, literally any single time of the day. And we'll, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. We would rather have you reach out and be like, oh, I don't know if I need it anymore than to not and, and question yourself with that. So our door is always open for every single one of you. And we would literally love to meet you and help you. Even it is, even if it is just a 0.1% from where you are now, you got this. You got this. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. We hope this was helpful and we will see you next time. Bye Bye, everybody. We know firsthand how important it is to have a safe space with people who support and celebrate your evolution. That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Wednesday of every single month 
7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time so that while you venture into new territories of your growth, you can get in a room with others who are too. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. What's great too is that you don't even need to have your camera or mic on. You can just listen in. Click the link in the show notes to register for the next topic to kickstart your growth. Be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every Friday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a place where you can connect with us live and in a fun, lighthearted way. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses, and these are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve, Please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy, medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Names and identifiable personal details mentioned in respective podcast episodes and stories may have been changed to protect personal privacy and identity.